Exciting news at This Week Health. Starting May 16th, our keynote show is moving to Thursdays. Catch every episode weekly on our This Week Health conference channel. Don't miss conversations with top health system leaders designed to transform healthcare one connection at a time. Subscribe to This Week Health conference and stay updated every Thursday. Today in Health IT, I'm going to do a stream of consciousness episode. We're going to talk about getting more done in 2024, or better yet, get the most important things done in 2024. My name is Bill Russell. I'm a former CIO for a 16 hospital system and creator of This Week Health, a set of channels and events dedicated to transform healthcare one connection at a time. We want to thank our show sponsors who are investing in developing the next generation of health leaders, SureTest, Artisite, Parlance, Certify Health, Notable, and ServiceNow. Check them out at thisweekhealth.com slash today. If you haven't checked it out already, check out thisweekhealth.com slash news. It's our new curated news site. We have curators who are looking for the best news around the industry that are specific to health IT professionals, and they are sending me those news stories, and they get populated on this site. They can be from anywhere. They can be from the Wall Street Journal. They can be from Becker's. They can be from Modern Healthcare. You name it. They all get pulled into one site, and they are curated just for you. Check it out. If you have any comments, it's still in uh, beta if you have any comments send me a dm love to hear about it all right one last thing share this podcast with a friend or colleague use it as foundation for daily or weekly discussions on topics that are relevant to you and the industry they can subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts all right today i'm going to do a stream of consciousness episode which is just a way of me saying i have no notes in front of me it's a uh, chalk talk it's just standing in front of a whiteboard talking to the team about things. As you guys know, I've done executive coaching for many years. I don't have that many clients. I have a lot of uh, residual clients on it, meaning I don't get paid, but I still coach, <laughs> which is probably not the best model. But I, when I really enjoy the people I'm working with and we decide to stop coaching, they, they become friends. So we just keep talking and and it helps me to stay current with what's going on in the industry. And hopefully it helps them to be better leaders in what they are doing. Today, I'm going to talk about a topic that is near and dear to my heart, which is creating margin. I find that we have tech debt in our lives and we have tech debt in our professional lives, our personal lives, in our, our teams as well. And towards the end of the year, a couple things happen in my life. One is I review my life goals and my one, five, and 10-year plans, and I write them out. They're actually on my desk. They're on my desk at all times so that I can review them uh, multiple times a month and stay on the path that I want to stay on in order to achieve the goals I want to achieve. The other thing we do towards the end of the year is we do an evaluation of all the things we've done this year at This Week Health. And we do that as an organization and as a team. And I ask the team, what are the things that we've done this year that have really had a return? And what are the things that really haven't had a return that you looked at and you said, eh, hey, nice try, Bill, but that's not really going to do much for us. And it doesn't really have the intended uh, outcome that we uh, intended when we initiated the project. And we look at those things and we create a chart of the things that we're doing the outcomes we anticipated and the outcomes that we're actually getting. And we determine if we're going to continue to do those things going into 2024, into the next year. And we call those things. We we essentially take things out. And what that does is it creates margin for us, creates opportunities 
for new things to take the place, new things that we anticipate will have a higher return for the industry. And we're always looking for margin, not only for me personally, but also for the entire team. If we can free up some time, we can then work on the things that are going to move us forward. I think it's one of the reasons why uh, a lot of times when I'm talking to people about this week health, they're like, I can't believe how much stuff you get done. We're constantly cutting out things that don't add value to the industry, that don't add value to us personally and professionally. So we're cutting those things out. We create margin. We put things in that we believe are going to add value. And so we're constantly just building on the things of value that we do. And I think it's a great exercise. For the team, it creates margin. But also, I think from a personal standpoint as well, I'm constantly looking at the things that I do. And as a CIO, I had this problem as well. My, my calendar just get, got filled, constantly filled. And maybe you're feeling this way. Maybe you look at your calendar and you're like, oh my gosh, I have no time to think. And this year I instituted a new method, if you will, where I pushed all my meetings onto Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. And it left Monday and Friday completely clear. And I told my team, no meetings on those days unless I put them there. We have an admin that's shared across the entire team. And, and that person knows no meetings on Monday or Friday. Don't put an interview on Monday or Friday. Don't put anything on Monday or Friday. I can either use those days as uh, st strategic days to think about strategy moving forward. I could use those as catch-up days where I just essentially get on the phone from morning until uh, the afternoon and and just call people who I've uh, needed to talk to or haven't talked to in a while and just catch up with people. So I, they're my days. They're my days to fill with what I want. And so I've created margin in my weeks. I also create margins in my days. I cut off my days at about, I, I try to come off around 2.30, generally it goes to about three o'clock. So I create margins in each one of my days. So if there's things that I need to get done. By the way, I create margin at the top end as well. I'm recording this at, let's see, it's four o'clock in the morning. So I create margin on the front of my days. I create margin at the end of my days. So at least two to three hours, maybe four hours a day, I have time where I can get things done that aren't in my schedule. And so I create, I create margin on a daily basis, create margin on a weekly basis, and then we create margin on an annual basis by cutting out things that are productive for me personally. So from a personal standpoint, we create those things that give us time to invest in the things that are going to move our personal life forward and our professional life forward and our team's life forward. I think this is an important exercise. And when I was a CIO, I was constantly that the, the greatest gift I could give my team was taking things off their plate like just eliminating them. And, and one of the things we did was we did a project, I don't know, a portfolio culling, if you will. We, we looked at all of our projects and we went through the 120 projects. And I, I essentially looked at them and said, look, if there's not an executive sponsor on these projects, we're going to stop doing them. And the team looked at me like I was insane. I'm like, no, nope. until there's an executive sponsor, we're not going to do that. If there's not a statement of why we're doing this project, we're going to stop doing them until we have a statement of why we're doing this project. And do you know, just by doing that, we cut out like 20 some odd projects. The other thing we looked at is, does the reason this project was initiated still exist today? 
And we had projects that had been going on for multiple years and teams were working on them and spending hours and time. And I looked at it and I'm like, does that reason still exist? And it doesn't still exist. And so I looked at the executive, the IT executive team. I said, hey, why are we doing this project? And there was no answer other than, well, we started it, so we should finish it. If the reason doesn't exist for doing it anymore, stop doing it. And so we would call projects and all of a sudden the team, and sometimes the team would push back and they're like, if I don't do this, am I going to have a job? And your job as a leader is to communicate to them that there are more important things to do. We have a lot of work that we can't get to that we would love to have you do. Interesting projects, more important projects, things that need to get done. And so as a team, we would call those things. We would also call technologies the technologies that were no longer delivering what they needed to deliver. We call this application rationalization today, but at the end of the day, when you eliminate things from the environment, including technology, it creates space for new, better technology, space of time for the people who are overseeing those technologies or moving them forward to get trained on new things and get excited about moving the organization forward. And so that is part of the job as a leader is to take things off of people's plate. In fact, I would say a significant part of the job as a leader is saying no to things. It, it is the ability to look at, I, I was explaining this to somebody just yesterday. I said, as a, what you need to understand, and this was a partner, I said, what you need to understand as a partner is that CIOs sit on executive leadership teams. And every year, every year or every three years, depends on how often you do your your cycle, you would sit there and look at 180, 120, 180 really good projects. There was no bad projects on there. Nobody was bringing forward a project that wasn't going to improve care, improve outcomes, improve the clinician and patient experience. All the projects that were sit sitting there were going to do that in some way, shape or form, or they didn't make it to the executive's desk. And so you had 180 projects and you had to sit there and look at it and say, these are all good but we can only do 80 of them. And so now the work started on what you say no to and bad leadership teams don't say no. And they end up with too many things, not enough focus, and your teams get overwhelmed. Good leadership teams create focus. And they usually do that around a set of strategic principles or pillars or those kinds of things. And they make sure that all the projects fall into those strategic pillars. And they clearly identify what the objectives of those pillars are. And then all the projects that deliver on those objectives get prioritized. And so things just naturally fall off if you have a good strategic process within your organization. Organizations that don't have a good strategic process are... I, Leadership malpractice is what I call it. You're putting your teams in peril. You are putting them behind the eight ball to start. So anyway, today I want to talk about margin. We're in the process of doing it at This Week Health. We have cut out some things that we've done in 2023. As we look forward to 2024, we're creating space for new things, better things, hopefully things that will help you to progress your career and uh, get more done in 2024 make your lives easier, like our news site, give you one place to go every morning for the news that's gonna help you to get your job done. And uh, a handful of other surprises for next year that we are working on. Create margin for you, yourself, your teams, your family. Just create margins. Get more done in 2024 and get the most important things done. All right, that's all for today. Don't forget to share this podcast with a friend or colleague. 
We want to thank our channel sponsors who are investing in our mission to develop the next generation of health leaders. SureTest, Articite, Parlance, Certify Health, Notable, and ServiceNow. Check them out at thisweekhealth.com slash today. Thanks for listening. That's all for now.